Hello and welcome to Everyday I'm Learning, the voice of adult learners in Ireland, an Ain't Us podcast. I'm Derva Lawless and today I'm delighted to welcome Paul and Derek. How are you, Derva? Hello, Derva. How are you? It's lads, it's good to have you. I know it's a weird name to say, isn't it? You kind of have to get your mouth around it. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad to be here, Derva, aren't you? Yeah, Yeah. I'm delighted to have you here. So lads, I met you the other day. You're both from DALC, Dublin Adult Learning Centre. Yeah. Tell us about DALC. Well, DALC is for, for people, um, as you said, Dublin Adult Learning Centre, for to get us back into school because uh, us ourselves as growing up as kids in, in the inner city, the education was very poor, so we didn't learn a lot. So you would have had a negative experience in school yourself? Yeah, very negative, yeah. yeah. Like, I know it doesn't happen in every school. You see, you see with, with certain kids, you know, they have a problem in school. There doesn't seem to be a thing there to help them to get to get out of that rut. And then, unfortunately, kids go different ways, you know what I mean? And they can, exactly. Like, if you don't you feel know, like you have many choices in your life. You, yeah. Well, you, you, you've only to look at the telly every day and you see kids, you know, um, mothers and fathers screaming for help for kids with the dyslexic. Whatever it is, the money that's in the country... They're not giving it to these people that need it, you know. Um, and Paul, tell us, like you were telling me earlier on about Dalk, about the centre, what it's like. What's what's it like in Dalk? I would say at first that I left school was 13 years of age, and um, I had I always had a was bad experience at school. I never really enjoyed it. Yeah. So, going through the um, teenagers years and all up to my adulthood, even right up to the last 10 years, I was hiding, I was hiding an embarrassment. Even going, even going in and filling out your local forms for say, for for the medical care or going back on uh, social benefit to fill yeah. out forms. Yes, they fill a form out. But I'll just say to her, give me the forms. I bring them home and I'll bring them back to you. But I yeah. couldn't fill them out. I'd have to get some member of my family to fill out the form. That's the way it was. I mean, it was just I was hiding it. I was yeah. hiding it for most of my life that I couldn't read or write at the time. Even when you're out socialising. You'd find it fairly hard to get involved with people having a, um, a conversation because you couldn't understand what they're talking about. Yeah. Simple things that you'd love to get involved, but you're afraid to say the wrong thing. You wouldn't yeah. you wouldn't know what they're talking about and you'd be embarrassed even to get involved in, in, in the conversation. Things, simple things like that. Yeah. Even going home and looking at your kids, bringing home the homework and you cannot sit down to help them with the homework. And that really got to me then. Is that what it was? Like, what was it that made you say, do you know what, I'm going to go and do a course? It, it, things, things like that really, it really bothered me. So were they building up over time? Like oh yes, for a long time. And I, I, I was, a, I was a great person for hiding things. Things like that, you know, um, being in, spilled my way through it like Moses. When I decided to do it, I was very, very nervous about it. But um, it took me on a, a couple, a, a couple of occasions that I went up and tried it. But I always had to turn back. Okay. The first time I actually couldn't find a place, so. That really got that. That yeah. really helped me a bit. So I was the lawyer I couldn't find. But the next, the next time I went up, I wanted to find it. But going in there and taking them steps, going to the door and yeah. asking, look, I fear and embarrassment. But when I went in, they put me at ease and I just listened. And it was just the best yeah. thing I ever done in my life. Jeez. And like, so you were dealing with this stuff. The two years where every day, with you know, difficult not being able to read or write, it interrupts. It's so much stuff in your life. It just makes things so much harder, more challenging. And then the both of you just said, you know what? 
I'm going back. At the start, like it's a statement that you have, and you just, you just hide it. You hide it from everybody. From yeah. And people, the way you're talking to people, they, they they don't know that you have a disability lot beneath the radar, right? Yeah. And that's what. what the, the, I think what helped us through that, uh, I'll probably speak for Delhi as well, that we are street with us. Yeah, and that's exactly. Why you, yeah. That's why you survived. Trying to communicate with other people at their level, it just wasn't happening. Well, anyway, the first couple of months, I was just getting the feel of the place. Yeah. And getting to know the people. And after, say, a couple of months, you have your confidence starts building up. Then after 12 months, we say the embarrassment and the fear goes out the window then. Isn't that like, and that's something you had your whole life and then within the space of that short period of time, bam. So there's people there you're telling me like, and they're retired dockers. Yeah. Yeah. And there's not only from the, from a lot of places around it that's retired and they're yeah. coming back because they never done that, say, the leaving search or that everybody's in the same, is in the same place. Yeah. And if you, if you go into these places, I know it's, Probably it's a daunting thing to, for, for other people just to do it. But when you get into these places and do it, everybody's in the same same situation. As everybody's yourself. just as nervous when they walk yeah. in that door, aren't they? Like that, that's the thing. It's just getting in the door. Yeah. You know, like oh, you was the same as Paul. You get to the door and you say, and you'd, you'd walk by. Yeah. You know what I mean? You throw the eye at the door, but you wouldn't go up the step. So that was the hardest thing. And. It, I'd say it is for most people. It's just getting in that door. Like they're so welcome in in the centre. Once you're in that door, and you come down to the canteen and you see what's everybody's going on. so friendly. Everyone's so friendly. You know what I mean? I couldn't believe it. I yeah. was there where I met yourselves the other day, and I walked in, and it was just bursting with positive yeah. energy. Everybody was smiling and laughing and chatting, and it just felt like a real nice, yeah. welcoming, friendly space, a safe space, you yeah. know? And when you walk in the door, you know? Yeah. You just find that you sit at a table, there's so many tables, you just sit down. Maybe a forced half an hour, but you might be saying, oh, we want to yeah. get out of here, you know what I mean? Yeah. But then someone will come out and sit beside you or whatever, yeah. just one of the only lads, like like everyone else, like whoever comes in the door. You just get to the people. Yeah. And once you're there a couple of times, you'll set mm. yeah. in, no problem. And know? that's so nice for people to hear that because oh, they're the great. same, the going teachers. into a new place, starting yeah. courses now or wanting to start yeah. a course. Yeah. Yeah. And they just have that fear, like, mm. you know? Like the teaching nowadays, that you know that you can have someone that can sit down with a mature student as well known as yeah. you know and, and you can sit there and kind of absorb what they're telling you where yeah. you couldn't do that when you were younger you know what I mean because you're being treated like an adult and yeah, you're doing exactly. it at your own pace yeah when you're doing a one to one and you're in the room with whatever teacher you have and then you, you come down to the canteen you're having your tea and everyone else is there then you get to talk to them. Yeah. So that that kind of pull you out of being in a room on your own. Yeah. Because you get to know the people. You're getting to know and everybody else. you feel else. more comfortable. And then you look forward you know? to going in because you're seeing your mates exactly, and you're having yeah. a laugh every day. Yeah. yeah. And like, so there's so many different things they're teaching you there as well. Like, you're telling me you're doing communications, maths, history, art, English, using computers, learning how to use the internet. Like, what's that like going back and doing all those sort of things as well? Well, it can be difficult as a start, but I think, like, it's mostly built, built practice. It's like having a phone. We have, a like, a smartphone. People can't use it. But they have classes that go into the internet. It's like being on a computer as well. Yeah. I had, I just, it's very daunting, but 
when you start practicing it, it just comes natural like the using the foam, the same thing. There's no pressure on you. Yeah. You do it at your own pace. So, uh, like, you go in and you they assess you to see what, what part of where you're at your education so you could be like going back east to that say primary school education and they'd start you from where you want and they build you back up so that's where I started from when I went back to Dalk yeah So uh, and how many years have you been studying in Dalk now? I'd say about five years now that's brilliant yeah. isn't it? yes and are you about the same Derek? Well, I think I'm three three and a half yeah. years uh, you know and you were telling me about the building so the building has loads of history to it as well yeah the the building I, um, I think it was the second or fourth stall was held in the building wow you know and also the the the, the, I can't the proclamation. proclamation yeah no sure I'm the same yeah. I'm always going what <laughs> <laughs> that, that was actually hidden in that house before it was actually read isn't that mad like yeah, yeah, you guys yeah. are in this building yeah. and it has so much history yeah. it's a huge part a of Irish history, history. Yeah. like that's yeah, amazing yeah. there's a fella called Walter Cole Actually, have to look him up. He, he he was a supporter, a Republican supporter at the time, you yeah. know. And um, there's a few, a few of them, Collins and all, they are up instead in that house, you know. Wow. Yeah. It's so cool. And you were mm. telling me as well, even like when you're in there, is that I was asking you, like, you know, what are the tutors like? You know, the course going well. And you were saying, well, like, you're learning just as much from everybody else in the room as well. Yes, well, learning from. The students, I said, you probably learn more from the students, listen to their opinions as well. Yeah. And you pick up, you feed off each other. Yeah. As well as the tutors. The tutors are great, but I think you learn a lot of listening to other Everybody. people. Everybody. Yeah. Listen to their, their opinions as well. Yeah. And what does you there, it learns to listen to people. That's one thing I never done was listen to people, but mm. I learned as well as. Speaking, speaking to people, I learn how to listen to people at the same time as well. It's a good too. I, well. I, th- I think um, it's not like years ago going into school, you, you got something wrong and <laughs> you got the cane or anything like that. Like, yeah. School like, now is totally different, you know. As you said, yeah. you're both mature gentlemen, yeah. <laughs> wise gentlemen, yeah. and you were telling me earlier on we were having a cup of tea there um, about like. It's just mad when you think about that, that the schools used to literally use a cane. Uh, a cane, yeah. Corporal punishment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. like, how is anybody not, meant to have a positive... As said, not only did he hit you with the cane, but he was spitting in your face at the one time. Like, oh. <laughs> so you get double mad. punishment. So not only are you not understanding what that word means or how to yeah. spell it, and then you're getting whacked at the same time. Like yeah, that. Yeah. Life is very different now, thankfully, for, yeah, most, for the yeah, most part. Yeah, yeah. It's just that way, yeah. when you look at the time, and you went to the the babies it's called the small scale then you went to you know, that's where the problems start because when you're a kid you always remember things when you're a kid more than you would it's yeah. a step because the way kids are getting educated now it's completely different yeah. they're not learning from words they're learning from sound and I think that's brilliant because the only thing I learned from the scale was was pre-babies yeah. even the little Irish little things they'll all kick in now and I learned them yeah. but after that was just wasn't a good experience at no, all No because I actually do feel like that yeah, yeah you're not trying to fit into the education system the education system should fit yeah. you and like you know when you were talking about earlier on as well saying about every day could be quite difficult in terms of those sort of things how does it feel now is life easier now yeah, I think it is. You need to interact with people more confidence now. Yeah. It's, it's all, you're going to the skills now, people are there. You can see the confidence coming in people. Yeah. And it's all about confidence as well. And once you have that, like, it's it's a good thing. Like, you're, you're halfway there as well. So, yeah, you need to speak your mind. And not, you're not afraid to say things. Yeah, either. and I think you've hit the nail on the head there because so many people 
look at people who haven't gone back to education, right? And they might say, oh, well, they're not motivated or they're lazy. That's just not true. No, it's not true. People need confidence because they've been made feel before that they weren't good enough. But when they get the opportunity to do something in a safe, fun, enjoyable environment that actually looks after their needs, Mm. then it builds their confidence and then they excel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. you're not going to do that unless you're actually, you know, that open door community education mm. setting where you're actually feel like I even think that, right? If you guys were thinking about going to do a course, but Dalk wasn't there, okay, and you had to go into a much bigger building in a more kind of formalized structure, mm. it would have been a lot scarier. Yeah, because you, you, you wouldn't do it. Exactly. Really you just said it, you wouldn't do it. Yeah. I just feel like a lot of people. That there's a lot of people who wouldn't go back to education at all if community education didn't exist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's not that yeah. even like you says there, you're going to a different place where you, you, if you're in your comfort zone like that, and then it's not there anymore. But it gives you the extra steps to go into another place, so you're more confident than you. You want like you're going in your. It's You're taking friends. that step up, isn't it? Yeah, like, exactly. as you said, I'm thinking of the visual of walking up the stairs. Yeah. Dalk is based in Menjoy Square and it's one of those beautiful old buildings. Yeah. And it's it's that step, the welcoming, the friendly, the open space, and then, you know, you enjoy being there. And then if you want to, you'll go on to do something else. Yeah. I think it's it's really, really important to have these these places, these centres around the area. It could be out in Kiel, it could be anywhere in Dublin, but it's really, really important to have these places for people like that. Yeah. And I... If anybody's in these centres and you have friends, I really would encourage them yeah. to make the step and go and just give and it a try. It, yeah. Yes. And you were telling me as well, Derek, like after when you were in primary school, then you did you both go into the tech? Oh, you're both from the same area, sure, yeah, aren't we're you? From yeah, from the same area. Yeah. Yeah. Enough, yeah. And the tech, we were actually only talking about this in work the other day. Like, what is the tech? Derek, I didn't go to the tech, though. It's like, it's a se- oh, did you not? So it's no. a secondary school, yeah. but it's more practical based, isn't it? Woodwork and. Yeah. As I saw you when we were kids, you, you mostly go. You get a job. Yeah. And you could be on a messenger bike or you could be selling newspapers. That's that's the way it was at that time. But when we went to secretary, we were that bad leaving school. And um, because for that first year, all we had was a pen and a sheet of paper. So, you know, you had no books, nothing. So, you know, there was no one. No and what one does that do for your confidence, really, though? You know You're I mean? there at age 11, 12, 13. Yeah. At the time, you wouldn't be really thinking about it because you'd be probably happy enough just tossing around. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know, it's yeah. only Education's like, wasted on the young. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so yeah. true. You know, but we weren't, we weren't thinking the right way. Obviously, you had a child, you know what I mean? Yeah. So the, there was no one actually really thinking, look at these kids have problems. Yeah. You were made to sit down the back of the class then. Yeah, that's what happens because the one or two that was in the class that could read and write, and they were yeah. up and they were getting all the education. Well, if we were up the front, we'd have been right beside the master. But we were down the back, so, yeah. you know, whatever. And, like, there's two things that come to my mind there. Mm. The first is the fact that, like, if you if you had any sort of learning difficulties, it's not getting diagnosed then, and you're mm. not getting the support that you need, and then you might be feeling that you're stupid or not good enough. Yeah. When it wasn't the case, it was just that you needed to maybe on a printed page have the text enlarged mm. or maybe have black on a yellow page. You know, those sort of things yeah. that help people. Just the extra effort from the teachers that time. Just the importance of giving the teachers that are out there yeah. that those supports to give to the students as well yeah. and giving them the training. Like, well, I said yeah, earlier on as well that um, I used to get took out of school, say, twice a week, once or twice a week and get brought to another part. For, for learning how to read and write. Yeah. And that that was in Temple Street Hospital. Yeah. And 
once or twice when I went there, then I just lock up. I, I didn't want to go. You, you could know feel what your mean? whole body closing so up. I, I, I of was that, really, yeah. really, really bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it was some sort of dyslexia. I think I still have it because yeah. you can give me a sheet of paper with with um, a load of writing on it, and I can be looking at it. I'm just seeing a blank page still yeah. to the day. You know what I mean? And that's so, so hard. Yeah, I just find it hard. And I think at times even some of the teachers think that. This fella, he's now. You were telling me you think I, they're I, spoofing. I, I, yeah, <laughs> you're you spoofing them because you know I just can't do it. You yeah. know what I mean? My head, I just get like a massive headache. You yeah. know, if it's too much, I just can't cope with it. Yeah. Whether, whether that's going back from when I was a child, I don't know. But yeah. still, to the Today, like and know? that's yeah and that's really yeah. hard like yeah. the good thing is that you realise that then and you realise it's not you or it's not your fault but it's just that specific way of learning that is difficult yeah and yeah. like you said earlier on Paul as well like you learn so many other types of skills when you're in education too so like okay the reading can still be difficult in some ways but like you're listening more you're having different types of conversations maybe you're challenging your own thoughts more do you find that that like you're not you know, sometimes we can we can all be guilty if someone says something or, or you read something or you take something for granted. And then with education, you're in conversations with different types of people and all of a sudden you're thinking differently because you're going, well, I never thought about it like that before. Do you find that that's starting to happen? You're getting different perspectives. Mm-hmm. Well, that's one thing I never thought I'd ever see myself down is challenging other people's opinions. Yeah. I never. I just kept quite on my really? life. And I was, mm. I was just, I, like I says, I was afraid to get involved in conversations because wow. I was afraid to say the wrong thing or I didn't know what they were talking about, which they didn't at the time. And that's yeah. why I saw the people maybe thought he's very quiet, he doesn't say much. Yeah. But that's that's what it was about. When you're hiding things, like you couldn't get involved. And that's, you felt left out. Yeah. You, you, you go mad to go in and have a conversation and be able to say, I know this, I know that. But you did but now after this education with the conference, you like to you like to join and have a conversation with people yeah. and put your opinions and listen to other people other people's opinions as well. Yeah. And give you give you a, a thing you know your your perspective about things what that's that. And like that's about. amazing. Yeah. And I know like for example, like this podcast is funded by the Communicating Europe initiative, right? Um from the Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade. And like and like last year I saw that there was learners from DALC involved in another um project that was about um I think it was politics and stuff and communicating what was going on in the European elections. Yeah, we yeah. we have a lot of people coming and giving speeches like the Dublin double um, the Dublin manager Jim Gavin came in and gave us a speech. No way. And what's the uh, high car George came in and gave us a speech on the um the divorce bill. Really? And they put asked they asked them for our opinions and what way it's gonna go. So to get involved in things like that was just brilliant. And then it, it sparks your interest as well, doesn't it? Like, she goes, I could do that or I like that. Like, lads, yeah. today has just been absolutely, like, yeah. um, thank you so much for sharing. Yeah. Um, can I ask you both, if you were going to give someone a piece of advice who's going back to education, what would you say to them? Or thinking about going back to education? I'd say just take that next step. I know it's, it's, it's about fear and confidence, but yeah. if you just get over the fear... Yeah, the cottons will surely come back, and the embarrassment will go away. Yeah, really, okay. it will. Yeah. Well, Dave, you just said something there a second ago. You never thought you see yourself sitting in a room with a high car judge. I know. If you don't educate the kids today, that's where they will be. Exactly, Derek. No, but that's so true as well. You give people a chance. Exactly. You, you give have them to, a new you have future, these, a brighter future. Children. Yeah, you have to help them. Thanks a million, lads. It's been great. Thank Cheers. you, Dave. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank Bye. You. Bye. Bye.
This podcast series focuses on adult learners, giving them an opportunity to tell their stories and to share their perspectives on adult education. You and the EU, the voice of adult learners in Ireland, is brought to you by AINTOS, the National Adult Learning Organisation, with support from the Communicating Europe Initiative on behalf of the Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade. Recording takes place in a non-for-profit community media project near FM. Thank you for listening.